do we know that when Sputnik was sent into space, people from other like planets didn't intercept the message that I mean, I gave them something like just this. Um 
Man to man we are talking I want you to remember 
Time local, local. Yeah. Um, about to go on. Um, I just looked at your dates. Significant, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, yeah. there's a couple of dates. So you're doing Australia, then you're going into Asia, and then you're doing San Francisco, and then you're going to Japan, and then you're going back to. So you're doing, you're crossing the Pacific a couple of times on your tour. We, we go to Japan, and then we go to the west. We basically we're going all the way around the. Are you globe. not doing one where you just? No, no, I'm no. sure I saw. We're not, we're not that crazy. No. Yeah, we're we're going. We're basically going. Once around the globe and right. ending up back here for Brixton Academy, yeah, in, in March, so. which is already sold out and it's like yeah, it's mad, yeah. ridiculous, right? Yeah, um, and congratulations on winning Essential Mix of the Year. Thank you. Did that come as a surprise to you? It did, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's totally a total wonderful mystery. I don't know how that happened or why, but I'm glad people people liked it. Yeah, and the album's gone down exceptionally well, hasn't it? I kind of had this feeling that it's it's something that was never meant to be like it's a kind of lucky fluke that it all happened the kind of music that i may make and have always made has never really gestured at becoming popular and all my musical heroes are kind of people who are forgotten or never had much success but i i you know it's just wonderful when you can kind of do what you want to do and in a kind of independent way and making the decisions you want to make and it and it ends up being popular like that you feel really lucky yeah you and, and kieran is the same i mean he put his yeah. record out last year no i mean no yeah. name on it, it was yeah. like- <laughs> he's, he's even more uncompromising than i am yeah <laughs> incredible well thank god for you guys because you're keeping the door open and opening it up to so many more people 
and who are kind of you know going into whatever reasons they're getting into your music or finding them your music and then you're just introducing them to all these other aspects which is uh well this mix for example um kind of emphasizing your record collecting side which i think we all have a little bit i mean sure. you were saying that kieran and and, and, and sam floating points are often new york just for a record fair yes yeah, so, some people have it more than others i think yeah they're they're, they're two my two um record collecting but well they're my, two of my closest friends but we talk about records all the time yeah and they uh yeah i've done i've done the utrecht record fair with kieran a few times but they have are planning a trip specifically to go to wfmu fair in new york and i I wish I could join them, but I'm going to be away on tour at that time. Now I've done, I've done some. I've never been to a fair with Kieran. I've never found myself in a record shop with Kieran. Although okay. I have found myself in a shop several times with Sam. Sam, sure, yeah. Um, most recently in Brazil, and uh, you know he had his way of going in and kind of the sort of psychological um, <laughs> approach to knowing where you're going to go but you don't want the other person you're going with to go to that <laughs> right right with well, some tactics right. do you play, do you employ tactics when you're going you know record shopping with other fans and collectors I've, i mean i actually do you have a technique these days i don't spend as much time in record shops as i like do to. you hide I, records in sort of other piles so that people don't find them kind of i thing? don't do that no no <laughs> i i mean usually usually when i'm in a record store with somebody be it kieran or sam or egon mm. or whoever it's with somebody that who knows much more than I do, and I, you know, I'm grateful to learn about things either from the people working at the store, or, mm. or uh, yeah. So, so you um, haven't yet. But we we did have actually, Kieran and I had we were in we did a tour <laughs> in Japan like ten years. I guess it was ten years ago, mm. and we came across this record by this band called Lard Free. They're like a French progressive rock band, and they got this killer track, a killer album that was actually a library record at uh, first, and then was. Uh, issued commercially i mean commercially in inverted commas and we found a copy of that and we're listening to it and kieran found it in uh in shimo kitazawa you know in the where there's loads of record shops we were listening through it and like oh man this is and i was getting seriously jealous at this point and then we were like okay we've got half an hour there's got to be another copy of this record and somewhere in this neighborhood we were like racing around and we did find another one of us has the library copy and one of us has the the commercial released copy so Phew. otherwise it could have been a feud exactly yeah, yeah. and yeah. funnily enough with sam i'm just remembering this now because when we went to this one record dealer in rio he um he found a record which i really wanted right, right? and uh that record i have it here and it's the six nine group and it's brazil now and on on cbs and uh at the time i was like oh, i really want that and then he felt really guilty because i'd brought him to the dealer mm -hmm. but he didn't want to let go of it because right. he'd found it and it was really good and a year and a half later um at the world Wide awards two weeks ago um he came and he brought a copy for me because apparently according to charlotte his partner yeah. he felt so bad <laughs> he actually gave it to me. I mean, that's he, a sweet thing. There you go, that record. There. Thank you, Sam. He's Appreciate he's it. lovely with records. He's always giving me presents when he goes digging and finds doubles of things. Mm. He's, he's very generous. Like no, that. absolutely. I yeah. think it's it's great. And anyway, I mean, I'm jealous of quite a few of the songs that you played today. To link it, um, all sevens. Yeah. Um, have you got a preference? Do you like? Are you do you go for your sevens phase when you're playing out? Do you play sevens or? How? I, I actually. I mean. I only play digital music out now because I've ripped a lot of the records that right. I love, and I'm not um, I'm not a kind of format purist at all like yeah. that. Um, but 
and my and and actually when i when i was buying and playing exclusively records it, it came around because i i'm doing a lot of djing when i'm touring with the band mm. when you're traveling with two drum kits and amps you all you don't want to also have a huge pile of records along with you so i i ended up ripping a lot of the music onto and playing it digitally but I was I was never good at seven inches. Yeah, I was, I never got my seven inch game together. So this is the first time I've ever done a sevens Amazing. mix of the of the things that I do have. So. Great. Um, are you DJing before the shows as well at the moment? No, on the tour? I just no. used to book like after. You know, I'd yeah. be in Berlin and they're doing a show with the band, and there'd be, hey, do you want to come and play Snap Bad or Panorama Bar or whatever? And, right. and it would be like, yeah, why not? And but the, I've kind of I've kind of mellowed out on that because I always end up staying out too late, losing my voice, and then the show the next day, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, that was... Um, but it's great to do. It's great to be able to have a party ready to go to right after you finish playing. I think the king yeah. of the drama DJ has got to be Questlove, hasn't it? <laughs> right. Cause he, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> his DJ, he does like four-hour gigs, and then he's DJing for four. I don't know when he sleeps. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, okay, well, Jeff Gilson, never seen that before. Fantastic sleeve. Yeah, not uh, not on palm on his label it's got a bit of a he's playing a, the soprano on it it's got a bit of a, a mid-period coltrane kind of vibe going on i'm noticing the label where did you get that from the uh, so the, this record actually came from superfly which is a french store but it's not the okay. sticker for the yeah, yeah. very good yep. very good store people always ask yeah they, they do deliver great that's track one amazing track two this one is um it's a kind of weird outsider soul funk kind of thing from America funk thing, I guess. Um, I heard it on, you know, the Soul Man mixes from uh, like 15 years ago or whatever. And I fiend it after this record because I like records that are um, heavy but weird as well. I'm, I'm into weird sounding stuff and this, this singing's all out of tune and it's all kind of creaky and... Um, loose sounding so and it's about space and kind of space spacey kind of effects and stuff so it's and it's a uh, sydney owens and the north south connection and the track's called sputnik then came a track which uh we all <laughs> enjoyed receiving an original copy of at one stage in 2014 yeah re-released but not quite the same as the original is it no i mean the re-release a, it's an amazing thing isn't it this it's this heritage meta record with this kind of amazingly hand screen printed i don't even know i mean there's so many colors on there i don't even know how they did that actually um brazilian seven inch that uh, courtesy of sam floating points this is how i heard about this record and got it yeah through him and how is daphne slash caribou in brazil are they is that a good place for you we, I, I wish we got down there more mm. i kind of i've got a little girl now and it's kind of it's often the places that are kind of a um you know a bit further away that we don't get to so we haven't been to south america on i've never done a dj gig in south america mm. and uh although i'd love to um actually that's not true i dj'd one after party of one of our gigs but um um we've only played in brazil once and i'd love to get back there again yeah um, i'm actually my knowledge of brazilian music is shamefully insufficient i'm speaking with one of the masters here so I have to admit that, but um, I'd love to spend more time there. Okay, that was your Brazilian taste. Yeah. And then we went to... This is a, a Malian record, a rail band record. Incredible, that was. And, yeah, it's a seven inch in the track called Nantan. I don't know, I'm not sure actually whether this, a bunch of their stuff has been reissued recently. A lot of it has I'm been. I'm not sure if this track has or not. It's a killer though. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. And then um, 
The next record uh, was by um, Sefu Johannes. I mean, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. And it's uh, it's the same song that people will be... It's from Ethiopia, and I went to Ethiopia a few years ago and bought a bunch of records while I was there. Uh, ended up in a rabies clinic after being bitten by a dog searching for records in this <laughs> compound in the suburbs of Addis Ababa. But... Um, it's a track, Yokerme Su, again, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. People know the Mulatu version of, um, but I guess it's, I don't know, but I guess it's probably a popular song that various people have yeah. done versions of. I thought that was amazing. I never heard that before. It's not, I mean, I assume everything ends up on an Utopic compilation at one stage, but I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. I, I got a, a big pile of seven inches on that trip and, and a bunch of it isn't i've never seen reissued or whatever so and the other thing that i realized when i was i haven't been there but when i speak to people who are sort of devotees of ethiopian music ethiopians or non-ethiopians is that the big music over there is the vocal music it's all about the singers and the songs isn't it so it's interesting because i was i always thought that he'd be like you know the god right over there but he's just just a musician right yeah plays the keyboard (laughs) and and a lot of i bought a lot of records but i also I mean, still, the rec- if you go to a record store, that I mean, a music store that Ethiopians yeah. are buying, locals are buying music at, it's all tape. So you go in and it's all like 10th generation copies of the classic albums, you know, or and contemporary albums as well. But it's it's such a like vibrant music culture and such a, um, yeah, the, the, uh, you know, I'd hear people listening to music that I thought, you know, you think of it as being obscure because we're from different part of the world but there that tradition is really treasured and that's really special I, you know in a way that it's not necessarily in america people aren't necessarily listening to strategist records all the time but i got the sense that that uh, culture is really like embedded in the heart of their society yeah um daphne caribou what's the difference uh for me it's more about the way i make the music and the intent when i'm making the music the Daphne stuff, I mean, Caribou was just the music that I've always made. I had to change my name once long ago, but it's basically an outlet for making the music that I want to make and put everything that I love about music in there. And then there got to a point where um, Caribou became such a, I mean, it's a big kind of undertaking. It takes me ages to make albums. I work really hard on them. And then when we go on tour, it's quite an operation. There's loads of people involved and we're um planning way way in advance and also i was i was going to clubs more i was going to plastic people more i was going to see people like sam and james holden and kieran and theo and whatever dj around and um and i wanted to participate in that and i wanted to make music just to play in my dj sets and i made all the daphne tracks with you know in they're kind of edits and collages a lot of them and i made them in an hour or two whereas caribou tracks i'll you know they'll have a verse for four months and then i'll finally figure out a chorus after trying 20 times so it's a nice kind of counterpoint it's like something that happens really fast is really um spontaneous and rough and raw and i don't make any attempt to kind of smooth those edges over um and i never i never intended to release any of it but it just came about and people were asking me the tunes that I was playing and, and it came about because the release came about because of that. 
Thank you, because you've saved many a Giles Peterson set. <laughs> okay, thank the you. The Daphne special. <laughs> That's amazing. They've come through That's really amazing. good. The next record is brilliant when you put out a song which is of the last 10 years and sounds amazing. It's like, where is that one from? And, oh, yeah, I've got it somewhere in my collection. So it was... Yeah, this is uh, my friend Koshik, who yeah. I grew up with. And, I mean, actually, he introduced me to your show and he used to give me tapes to your show when we were in high school. And uh, hmm. uh, he... as amazing i mean the picture on the cover this is the this is the first record release on text which is kieran's label and uh, it's this picture sleeve and on the cover he's in india digging through a pile of records it's, he's a serious kind of record head and turned me on to i mean i don't i don't even know what kind of music i'd be making if it wasn't for him he was really kind of a formative influence in me learning about all sorts of hip-hop or jazz or whatever all sorts of different kind of music techno um and this is, yeah, it was called Battle uh, Battle Rhymes for Battle Times, the name of the track, and it came out, it's the only, roughly speaking, contemporary record that I played. It came out, like, uh, and it came out 15 years ago. Is it 15 <laughs> yeah, years ago? Yeah, it's wow. funny to think about. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, well done. Thank you for reminding us of that. Big up, Kashyyyk, for introducing Dan to the Giles Peterson Worldwide show. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a start reality. Yeah. Koshik was signed to Stone's Throw yeah. after Kieran put this record mm, out. Mm. And uh, this Stark Reality reissue was a big... Um, I mean, Koshik probably introduced me to Stark Reality and then uh, Ethan Egon at Stone's Throw and now again was the person who made the Stark Reality reissues possible, which uh, everybody should be grateful for because one of the best bands of all time for sure. Yeah, and he puts that extra, extra bit of energy into really... Everything, yeah. Everything, yeah. yeah. The film. Did they do a film of Star Reality? There wasn't a film, was there? But he made a film of one of the, the big band that he did, didn't it? Wasn't there a film that Egon did? One of his projects. I wish there was more video. I wish yeah. there was more film footage of Stark Reality. There, there's, there's some, isn't there, from like a children's TV show? <laughs> right, the next one is the one that really, if there's one that blew my mind that I want to kind of almost take off you before you go on your tour, <laughs> um, is that one. Yeah, this is, so this record, um, a shout out going out to the guys at Brennan and Gary at Invisible Cities, um, who are friends of mine. Again, I grew up with them and Koshik and with Brandon anyway. And um, they've been reissuing lots of music that they found in Trinidad, um, uh, music from the islands that they've found in digs out there. They did the Michael Boothman reissue a couple of years ago and the Stephen Encinas reissue. And the next couple of records that I played are uh, records that they found and I, you know, I got copies off them. Let's hope they re-release those. Yeah, this, this one's called... Um, Praise Jaw by Oluko Imo. And yeah, they've got tons and tons of amazing stuff. And there can't be anything as good as that. That's got to be the, that's, that, that's phenomenal. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that kind of acid bass line thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Wow, what year would that be? It is from, let me see if it's 1978. So, yeah. yeah. Bang amazing. in, yeah. bang in, pre, post disco, pre, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Then we. The next one is another. Uh, record that they that I got via them and it's uh, the Rebels and the track's called Wildfire um, another disco kind of yeah. island disco kind of thing excellent and the last one is um, this is showing my rock psychedelic roots most of the records that I have are kind of psychedelic 60s records because that's the kind of music that I made and was into for a long time and I've always had a really soft spot for Canned Heat they're, I mean they're basically a blues band but um They've got that this weird singer who's who sings in this kind of very frail falsetto. It's very unique, 
and this is a lesser known track by them called uh, Poor Moon Amazing, well that was a great mix I think that will keep us busy and warm for the next sort of winter months here I'll leave you to it. I'm headed to the sun. So you are. Yeah, I know you've timed it well. You've timed it very well. Um, record shops. Where's your favorite sh- store that you'd like to go to if you've got any time? Where do you like spending the most time? It's fun. I don't. Uh, I don't have the time to. Is there a town that you to, like going to? I mean, it, Tokyo is always. You know, just the in Shimokitazawa and the Disc Union ones. That's where I can go in and just. You know, it's yeah. like Candyland in there. Yeah. Um, but I'm also. I'm headed to Bangkok this time for the first time. And there's, um, yeah, I've just been talking to Kieran and friends of his who run Zud Rangma records out there and, you know, who reissue a bunch of Thai stuff that's amazing. But also I'm excited to to go out there and check. That's a, a culture that I've never mm. been involved in the original vinyl of. So to have a look out there, that'll be exciting. Well, stay healthy. I hope you can, you know be strong all the way till the Brixton Academy thank you very much congrats on the album Um, get me some more Daphne stuff as soon as it's (laughs) in the mix (laughs) and ready to go and uh, yeah anytime thanks very much thanks for having me in brilliant brilliant